You are listening to the No Longer Bachelor podcast. And here are your hosts, Martin Belmagna and Abel Gutierrez. What's up, Martin? Yeah. We're back again this week. Back again. Yeah, for a second time in a week. Well, no, in like a few days. Yes, we had double trouble this week in Bachelor Nation. Ooh, we have a two-on-one with Peter. Two episodes in one week. (laughs) And a very pointless two-on-one, which we'll touch base on a little later on. Yes. Because it definitely felt like they had... um, I guess their reason was they had too much to happen in this one week of travel. But, like, I don't know that this episode had... It was like I got half of a... Half the drama on this one. Yeah, like, maybe Mondays... Excuse me. Maybe Mondays shouldn't have been three hours long. Could have been an hour, an hour and a half. Split up with this episode tonight to be another... I don't know, whatever. We're not producers in any... Not yet. Uh, Ooh. The word of the definition. Yeah, you on the other hand. Swap, swap. But um, yeah, so let's <clears throat> let's jump right into uh, the girls, specifically Victoria F. Lashing out on McKenna for having her quote unquote mini cocktail. I feel like the claws came out and right when they were in the you know streets of Chile, my neighboring country. Yes, um, um, they were. Yeah, it opened up and they were all trying to just sitting there with their drinks ready for Peter to arrive. Mm-hmm. And then McKenna p- pipes up and I was like, um, maybe you shouldn't lead the conversation. Because <laughs> last we left, you kind of irritated everybody with this bold new you that you wanted to show. And uh, Victoria F. immediately was like, no, 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 no. You, you know, shut her down and was like, you're in the wrong. Um, I am upset still about it. Yeah, and and the way that that kind of ended this whole discussion, if you will, um, what's her face? Victoria tells McKenna, "Don't let it happen again." I was like, "Ooh, Ooh right. yeah." Oh I was gosh. like, "Okay, Miss, we don't know you anymore." I I don't know what happened to her. She, you know, she came out as, uh, you know, as a white supremacist. I'm uh, joking. No, no, okay, joking. So she some clarity it. on that. Did you <laughs> see that it did hit like everywhere real quick the next day? Yeah. So basically, and, um, she was part of a marlin thing. Like, I think, I believe the fish, like literally. And okay. it was a both Blue Lives Matter, White Lives Matter. It was a conjoined thing, but she wore the shirt that said White Lives Matter. And Cosmo was very clear in saying, look, we get it that it wasn't a deliberate thing, but they use those words like they're in the wrong a little bit too about, like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I got that too. I, I was like, oh, okay, she is sporting gear that says yes. WLM or White Lives Matter. And I was like, oh. So, yeah, you know, I, we, I've actually reached out to her reps since then, and they got back to me and told me to go back to my country. So, <laughs> <laughs> kidding, dude. Just kidding. Ugh, just JK, man. Let's just rip this up like the Ooh. union. Our, our master in chief. Nancy Pelosi. Oh God. Well, hey man, you don't shake hands. I'm gonna. I'm a. I'm gonna say. Oh, what's it called? Yeah. I'm let's. Obviously, we're not a political you. podcast. Let's. We're not gonna get into it. But let's do state that fact that the. I think it came out of petty with him being the uh, what's his name Trump not shaking Pelosi's hand in the beginning, and she thought the entire speech probably thinking, how am I gonna get this bastard back? 
right now in this moment. And that's what she did. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, non-political, non-political, but real non-political. quick, real quick. <laughs> when he mentioned Space Force, I think oh, no matter where you stand, uh, red or blue, uh, I think if, if you're red, you really do support and highly respect the opinion of the generals and military officials that really are out there, like str- mm-hmm. strategizing. He mentioned Space Force and everyone stood up and clapped who wanted to. And those six guys stood there and were like, this is a crazy, crazy idea. <laughs> like, like, I'm, they, they, oh, they're so disciplined and didn't roll their eyes. Anyway, yeah, that was my favorite yeah. part. Space Force. Dun, dun, dun. To infinity. And beyond, beyond which Toy Story, Toy Story 4, Four is now out on out on Disney Plus, and I've already seen it know, twice today. Oh, you have nice, yeah, oh, I've seen sure. it. I've seen it once. Mateo kind of lost interest, but me and Mom were like, "You're lost, dude. We're going to finish this because we want to see what happens to Forky." <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, let's yeah. let's do what we're here to do, and that's talk about Pedro. Um, yeah. yeah, so we, we go on a one-on-one immediately uh, from this mini debacle um, from the top of the show with Hannah Ann, mm-hmm. our 22, 23-year-old model. I didn't know. I didn't sense that he was looking. I just think that there were other girls there to meet, maybe. I mean, I'm not Peter, but Hannah Ann, I thought he knew. He was really concerned with uh, if she's ready yeah, and, and so was Tammy. Right? Was it Tammy or Natasha? No, no, Natasha. Right off the bat, was like questions her age and readiness, and yeah. no one had pulled that card yet. Now it's a big deal with her. Which I'll, I'll get to this whole ageism thing. Okay, um, I'll, I'm I'm going to go to bat for the the youngins in okay. the, on this on this episode here, Let's but see. um, but I'll I'll get to it in a minute. But um, the one on one with him and uh, Hannah Ann. He basically shoves a hot dog in her face full of <laughs> mayo and condiments. And this is what I was thinking, okay, while I'm watching the show. Is he's shoving this hot dog full of all these condiments in her face. Poor girl's like, Oh, do I just take the whole thing? And he's like, Oh yeah, are you ready? And shoves it in her mouth and and then I just I can't I mean, they were making out, passing the mayo back and forth. It was gross. from the yeah, it was how a gay comedian once said, G. Ross, gross. <laughs> I heard a comedian say that once. Well, I'm but, taking it um, now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, really quick on the age thing. Hannah Ann is, what, a 22, 23-year-old model? 23. Um, it's an aspiring model, whatever. Uh, you've got our girl, our fashion blogger, Canadian McKenna, McKenna who's 22. 22. Okay, and then the girl who I had a hot take with from the get-go saying she's Madison. the one that's going to go all the way. Exactly. Madison, also 22, 23. 23, I think. So anyway. you, I think it's all obviously, you know, a mindset um, that you have to be in in order to well, feel like, yeah, I'm ready, I'm mature. Lindsay, too, is that, you know, uh, life experiences, I think, is the true measure of age. Yeah, because there's Lindsay had a much tougher childhood growing up, and so she had to learn how to be an adult by like fifteen, where she was make you know I think she didn't necessarily emancipate herself, but she definitely ended up taking over primary bills and stuff like that by the time she was seventeen, and so. And she's from like eight mile, right, Detroit. Like, not exactly, but she's she's from Lansing. She, yeah. 
Well, didn't she write a rap about her mom's <laughs> spaghetti? And, no, that wasn't her. Yeah. Um, but, but so anyway, yeah, no, absolutely. That, yeah, it's Lindsay. Like, um, yeah, she's. How could you tell? Like, how could I have told a younger Lindsay that she wasn't allowed or capable of doing something at like twenty? Let's say, after by that time, would will have figured out how to care for herself, bills and roof and food wise, for yeah. three years. So, dude, I don't think I ever paid a bill until you and I lived here in LA 12 years ago together. <laughs> and, and you were like, did I get him a job either then? No, cause it was January 1st and we're like, happy new year's. And, and we, we thought we got to pay rent and we, we didn't were, even pay rent. We were four hours away. Oh man. That was so funny. yeah, I was, I was left with that. Um, so yeah, back, back to the 23, yes, 22 at 22, 23, I was a dimwit. I would not say I was mature enough to be in love or to marry anyone by any mean whatsoever. But these girls, most are mature. I think I see True. it. But with you her, know? I think there was a lot of indicators that she's not, she's yeah, pretty the, reserved the, with her PDA. Um, <laughs> and I know it can be embarrassing to have to dance in front of a bunch of Spanish people or not Spanish. Yeah. What, where are they from? Where are they at? Chile? Uh, Chilean, Chilean, yeah, yeah. Chilean people. <laughs> not, not, I think also no one ever really does dance in the middle of that circle. So they're like, this is no. weird for us. Like yeah. I'm about to hit her with this drum on my back. It was, it was cringeworthy. It definitely it, was. It always is. I think they always make them get out there. It looks romantic yeah. to us. Um, but she seemed very reserved. And then also when the idea came up, have you ever been in love? She hadn't, but all yeah. of her comments are things that you say, like, uh, let me see on my note. Again, yeah, she said her longest relationship was three and a half years. I'm like, hold on a minute. Do the math. That's was, college. You fell in love with someone in college or that's the thing. If you didn't recognize that that was, might've been love three years. Dude. Yeah. It's like, Maybe, maybe you're not ready, but you know, again, it's a mindset thing. And he asks her like, I hate the whole, like, what are your passions? Right? Like, I, I hate that dating question. Um, but he asks her like, what are your hobbies and stuff? And she, and you know, what, what's your career goal and you know, in the future. And she goes, well, you know, I, I want to be a model and I want to model for as long as I can. It's like, that's it. There's nothing like, you know, maybe I want to do something like Tyra Tyra Banks and, and bring, you know, women of color up in the world and, and women of all different sizes and, you know, whatever, whatever. That question comes up a lot there in LA. I remember in the, what happens is I'm really asking, what's your next move? What's the next plan? Exactly. And that's what Peter asked. And And she couldn't even wants, you know? Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry, but you sure you can model for a really long time. You can make a career and a life out of it, but Aside that, there, there's nothing else. Be He's more like, specific, so I know you have a plan. You know, like, yeah. Hey, I know plenty of people who said that said that vague statement and weren't were really doing nothing. And then there were others who could tell you what they had planned and lined up for that week. Yeah. But anyway, <clears throat> so yeah, she's you know, and I think what what he does get at is for her, it really is a youth thing in the sense of. Well, here she says. I'm starting to fall in love with you, but she's already said she doesn't, she's never yeah. been in love and doesn't, that, never had that's that exactly, feeling. That's exactly what, what me and Monica said. We thought, wait, you dated someone for three and a half years. You never fell in love yet. You know, this guy for, I don't know, three and a half weeks, maybe however long. And she's starting to fall in love. I, it's almost like she's trying to say the right things 
to yes. stay on the show. I hate to say. I wouldn't just. I think anyone because I think also <sighs> later in this episode, Victoria F falls prey to it. She's just wanting to say mm-hmm. the right thing, mm-hmm. not necessarily even to for shows and the camera, but to this person they're dating. Like they're in this moment and they want to not. Uh, you know you. Don't, you don't want to be like, I'm all in for you and scare him off or make him feel overwhelmed. Yeah. And you also don't want to not show him enough of you. So just trying to figure out what to say to that person is, can cause a lot of anxiety, which comes up for Victoria F. But in the end, he asks to walk away from the date. He's like, all right, you're not answering my questions or I'm, I'm really uneasy with your questions. He walks off. She gets a little worried about it, which all right, goes and, she, you know, kind of finds him. They talk, and he walks away again. But it's to go get the rose because, I guess, she. What did she say that was so convincing? She what what she did was she got up and walked out after yeah, she, him, crying, and little, starts little saying she yeah, starts yeah. saying like I, I I'm tired of. Of, of holding back. I just, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm putting oh, yeah. on this smile and keeping this smile on. I just want to be me. Which is an admission. She told him. Yeah. Which is, is like a empty, it's an empty box. Like mm-hmm. I, you're, I yeah. hear the word you're saying, but it's actually not, an, it's still not, no new information for me. It's, no, he, yeah. And he still looked at her blankly, like staring at her like, okay, but I still don't know what you're aspirations are other than just wanting to model at that moment i thought he was gonna be like i know what you're saying but i just i can't go on and i thought he was gonna let her go but instead going back to an episode or two when um kelly told him you know you reward drama and this was i think an example of rewarding a type not drama necessarily but you know rewarding something that's yeah but yeah. anyways, gives her the rose, moves on to a group date to the uh, telenovela. Which the thing was is when the cards arrived, the next date cards, there was two date cards. Yeah, at that moment, that's when, I mean, we here at home called it. We said, oh, one's going to be a, um, a two-on-one Right, is what I thought. Um, and then it was a makeup date for Victoria F. Yeah. Which, which we can get to. Um, but you're right, yeah, the group date. What happens? It was the the novella they filmed. Oh, yes. They had Kelly as the grandma, which kind of got weird because she labeled herself a gilf. Uh, um, you know what? For her, though, when everyone's getting this telenovela, you get this lusty role. And she got grandma? She's already one of the older contestants, but to pin her with the role of the grandmother, meaning you're not even going to get a chance to kiss him on this date at the moment, where right. everyone else got to play someone like stereotypical to you know the romance and got got to make out with them yeah and i mean having the experience of watching novelas because of my mom growing up i was already calling mckenna the maid i'm like oh she's obviously going to be in every scene and then especially when the opening of grandma's saying you know love can be right in front of you or whatever it is and then (laughs) i'm like yeah it's right there she's right there it's the fucking maid is i was we're laughing at like how cheesy the dialogue was and i was Mm -hmm. like um that's probably like an actual episode they pulled from the archives yeah they Uh, just changed the names a bit yeah they just tightened it up um what was one of the telenovelas your your mom would watch uh there was one called maria del barrio um really maria del barrio del barrio yeah and i don't know if that was the same one as 
this other one where I remember some like barn farmhouse or something or other was burning down on in flames and this lady who was supposedly the evil stepmom or something was uh, essentially trying to get out of this house filling with smoke and fire all around and she gets up says no get me out of here and then like gets up and bangs her head on the table and then passes out <laughs> and then like cuts a commercial and i remember that specific part i would always always reenact it um i would always watch my mom for no watch reason one called dos mujeres un camino Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a big one yeah and i was like what's that mean she, and she's like uh two 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 women one road i was like yeah but what's that mean <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it's like what's <laughs> the metaphor like, he, he's date he's dating these two women he's in, he's involved with them both and he doesn't his his heart doesn't know where to go i'm like damn that's some deep stuff mom you should have told her i aspire to be that one man and then he could come on on a motorcycle yeah right <laughs> so anyways the uh that happened and then they go to their little their actual cocktail party if you will mm-hmm. yeah they get their um, mini cocktail party at the end of the night which did you see that charcuterie plate by the way i was I looking did. at that oh man no one uh, touches I, it no one t- i go do i was thinking to myself like when do they eat and i mean i obviously live with a female you live with a female mm. um we grew up with females and we know they eat just as much as men do, if not sometimes more. And I take pride maybe, maybe in not when, when you're in that dress, eat. though. Maybe when you're just like, you know what? I'm zipped up. Ah, uh, man, I can. I, then I couldn't do it. I could never. I would never wear a dress if I were a woman. Because oh, yeah, I'd want to eat. Guys have multiple buttons and or an adjustable belt. Most dress mm-hmm, occasions. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's funny. I'd, I'd I probably be... I'd be the lady wearing maternity pants a year after I gave birth just so I can still stretch them out. Just feels, feels good. Yeah. <laughs> he says, anyways, he says he's really into Kelsey. Like he like, I'm really into you. Yeah. That's, I that's mean, a, I see it. I just still don't know you don't, why. You don't think it's a charity case, do you? Uh, not to, no. I mean, not to be a dick, but yeah, okay, I'm 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 just I'm I'm just asking. I don't well, know. I'm, I'm listeners, not, I, if I, you guys, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I would say I don't charity know. case. I just think maybe he does. Maybe he wants to take. You know, there there are people who are drawn to. I guess, like you would say, a charity. You know, not necessarily full on, but like you know, I yeah. want to fix you. I want to help you. I want to be what makes you better because it's going to make me feel good. You're supposed to appreciate that kind of stuff, and so that means I'm going to be rewarded with your love and relationship. Yeah. So not not to say that the Kelly or not Kelly, sorry, Kelsey's um, for me at least has sort of grown on me since her champagne debacle. I mean, um, we thought that was the top of it, but Tammy is just attacking everyone, so it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's always I'm always like, okay, so and so went home, so and so went home. So who's who's the one with the claws this time? And yeah, it turns out to be Tammy. Um, but anyways, yeah, Tammy's acting crazy. Um, but Victoria P um, wanted to take Peter out to clear the air with the whole Alea drama. When she said that, I was I thought to myself, what is she talking about? And I thought, oh, yeah, that girl, Alea, that came back and left and whatever. And um, but is, is then it still it, a problem. 
I didn't know exactly. I didn't think it was. And, and Victoria's just kind of hung up on this. I feel like Victoria's the kind of girl that gets hung up on things. And, and, uh, you know, if you're like at a party, she just looks at you and gives you this look like something's wrong with me. I'm just going to leave and walk out. And then expects the guy to chase after her. And if you don't, then she would be like, uh, uh hello, I'm leaving. So chase yeah. me. That's what I feel this Victoria P girl is like. And I, and essentially she excused herself, you know, she was saying, you know, I mean, Peter's heart was not in the right place with her after all this. And she was just like basically saying like, okay, can, can you call me a, a taxi or something then so I can go? And, and all I could think was, thank God we only have one Victoria now. Cause I, I, tend to get their initials mixed up. So <laughs> for me personally, yeah, um, oh, I mean, wonderful. I can make sense. One of, of them had to go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I can always appreciate a moment where in whichever show bachelor bachelorette that that person can completely identify and be like, look, uh, this is all a crazy process, but I know for sure this isn't a line. I think we should stop. Like that is the most honest part of most of these things. So, yeah. So anyways, uh, we bid adieu to Victoria P. Um, oh, and then our, my girl Madison finally spoke. Um, <laughs> and when, when he goes, oh, I wrote you something, I thought he was going to like pull out a poem, right? Which is cool. Nice. But he ends up actually he wrote like another scene. Yeah. And I'm like, this dude's really digging her. Lindsay and, asked me, is it payola? Paola. Right? That I thought it was like Paola, but he said yeah. Paola. And Lindsay was like, is that right? I go, I don't, I don't know what well, he's trying to say. As a native Spanish speaker, let me, guys, let me tell you guys something. Mm-hmm. Peter is very whitewashed in his Spanish. Um, not also not also being Cuban, he sort of doesn't really enunciate every word, right? Mm-hmm. Like as Cubans do. But he, when he says certain things, it, the way he says them, they're sort of backwards or uh, they're like not incomplete sentences, but they don't make they, it's like he's tr- he's like Google Translate. Like, yes, I was going to say he's literally uh, translating word for word from English to Spanish. And it doesn't always work out. That's that not way. how the phrasing or dialect would go. That's Correct. How you yeah, would the say phrasing. That meaning or whatever you're trying to convey wouldn't be said that way. Exactly. Yeah. But, so, yeah, it's. If you're trying to learn Spanish, don't listen to Peter. <laughs> but but I, I commend the guy. I'll never, I'll never, even jokingly bash on anyone speaking yeah, the same a different language. Even you know what? I, yeah, like by all means, like speak all the Spanish you guys can. I mean, shit, it's the 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 most used language in this country. It's so learn it basically. Catch up with the times. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. So then we, after, you know, him and Madison's little scene, they go, they cut back to the girls finally eating the charcuterie plate so that I'm able to like be at ease with. You, you were able to breathe. Yeah. They were finally munching down. And then that's when Tammy and McKenna get into it. And Tammy tells McKenna, she's living in a fantasy world and acts like a child and just starts coming at her and I know they edited it but it was seemed like so out of the field she just wanted she mm-hmm. like sat there turned and was like I'm about to yell at you and that's why I can't wait for the uh, the girls tell all yeah portion of this season because it's it, we're gonna really need to hear what had been happening with McKenna and Tammy behind closed doors Tammy also was will. biting at the bait that was Tammy's aggressiveness and was like, 
you see her hand was like doing a lot of the half her talking. She was like, you know what? I'm I'm through with this. I'm over you. I'm. <laughs> it's as if her hand wanted to finish the words. She couldn't come out. We're like, talking about McKenna, right? Yeah. She's, yeah. You know, and, and Tammy's just like Tammy's just a bad bitch. I'm looking at her and I'm like, she looks at like another person, no matter who she would be, woman or man. Just I think whoever she's mad at or would be arguing with, and she just goes right at them. Mm-hmm. And like steamrolls, like is she's someone who argues by not listening to what you're saying. She's just like boom, boom, and it can be frustrating, especially when you are younger. I remember getting more frustrated with that kind of stuff in even relationships or my parents. Just like the way you want to argue back with someone, it's like oh, they're, they're kind of baiting you. You you're getting mad at what they're saying. You're not really defending yourself. You're just getting like ah, and then you have to walk yeah. away and think that that's <laughs> the which you know again, it's. Not bad. And then you see you see poor um, poor Kelsey coming to uh, yeah. McKenna's defense, <laughs> and then Tammy's just like, "Shut up! I'm not talking. Shut up! I'm oh, not yeah. talking." And it's like, "Whoa, woo! I thought you don't come from a place of anger uh, or emotions." But anyways, we uh, yeah we move on, and then uh, Madison tells Pete, you know, oh, you know, he hears these, these yells or whatever from the other side of the the, yeah, the house, while they're, and. While they're making and out. Pete's eyes like light up and his ears open up, like get super wide because he hears drama. And that is me when I hear drama <laughs> within the vicinity of like a block. I'm like all ears. You ask Monica, I'll, I'll be like, my head will be in between the two people arguing and I'm looking <laughs> back and forth like, oh, like do it's not a mind tank. me. Just yeah, like I'm like, you guys don't mind man. me. Just keep going. And that's exactly what happened to Peter. Um, so yeah, they, he goes back, sits down with all the girls and you know, I kind of thought he was going to give a rose to McKenna because she sort of opened up to him and, you know, whatever, whatever, with the whole uh, her being, feeling like the maid this whole time and then finally getting noticed, right? She thought um, so too. But then I, I should have known. I mean, our girl Madison was just sitting there, like, just chilling. And then he gave her the she flower. She was the, the calm in like, all the storm. Yeah. It was like, duh. Here, Rose for you. Like, let me um, see who's on this date. Because the truth of it is, like, I mean, Sydney was fine, I guess. Kelsey was fine. I'm trying to think. Madison was fun for him. He liked that. Mm-hmm. Kenna was crazy. I mean, I don't know. I guess what I was trying to see is who was causing so much drama and who was the calm in the storm. And I mean, of course, Madison was his his choice. You know. Yeah. Um. um. But anyways, yeah, they 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 went on, and uh, then we go to his second one on one with Victoria. Which is again, um, we thought it would be a two on one at that moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then and obviously this was to make up for us. her shitty first one-on-one. Shitty, yeah. I mean, because that's what I was trying to figure out. What are you trying to make up for? Yeah. And so, anyways, this whole one-on-one, I think, was sort of focused on Victoria uh, with her heart and mind not being in the right place. She's confused, and you know what it is. Hmm. It's the fact that she saw her ex not long ago, who she probably wasn't over. Um, and I mean, if if y'all want to come at me with your opinions as to if this is a thing or not, I think that's what happened to her is she saw her ex, let's say a week ago, because you know how they yeah, 
timelines. film so quickly and and I feel like she's honestly not over him and she realized like oh man I probably because I feel like she let this guy go because I mean didn't she say she let him go because she didn't approve of this guy's lifestyle of him traveling being on tour and all that it's like well yeah no yeah. shit he's a musician um, but now you're wanting a date a pilot possibly marry a pilot who does literally nothing but travel like that's his bio is mm-hmm. traveler <laughs> you know um, so I I just feel like that's where her her heart is she's sort of like torn between these two guys because now she's like man i've got more followers uh, my well, country ex-boyfriend wants me this pilot wants me i got choices because i i don't know more and more she's opened up to be this this girl that you know she's not this like sweet next next door girl you know not anymore at least well, shyness doesn't always mean that someone's completely nice and sweet it does mean that they might be super reserved and that's where distrust actually starts to stem where she can't you know a, a reason may be is when you're that type of reserved person it's just hard for you to believe that another person is into you as he may say he is or behave that he is and so then you self-destruct and self-obstruct. And he even called that out. He's like, don't ruin this because you're worried about it. But on the other side of it, I've been thinking is that there's a difference when these women say, I want to get married and I'm ready to get married. Because a lot of the girls will defend mm-hmm. and say, no, I am here for the reason. I want to get married. I know what I know what marriage means and what it is to be a wife. But sometimes it's more that you need to be ready to. Like, it's going to happen. This isn't... This shouldn't be a a true, like, dipping your toe in the water. You need to know what the water's like. Do you want to swim? That's, you know, like, now you... I just... As much as they might feel like that's as serious as you need to be to be on the show, that's not what The Bachelor or Bachelorette is typically expecting. And I think Victoria F is having a problem because I think she came onto the show thinking I am ready or rather I want to be married. Of course I do. I'm like, that is something I want for me. Like, of course. But the truth was, is are you ready to do it right now? Because what happens out of a lot of this is they end up just staying engaged because they use that engagement time to date. And then they realize a year, two years in that they don't want to actually marry that person. And it's like, well, that was, that was supposed to happen on the show. But, uh, so that's the the thing I've been realizing is she's, Victoria F is very just all confused and can't spit out the words because she just, all she can spit out is, I don't know. And it's like, Mm -hmm. you're supposed Mm -hmm. to know already. Like this, these questions aren't the questions that should make you feel uncomfortable. Well, could you say on national TV, um, you know, Peter, I think I, I think I'm going to gain enough followers at this point uh, and I can DM my ex country boyfriend. That's uh, what she doesn't know how to say, <laughs> in my opinion. Again, she wants my out? Opinion. I think so. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I don't know if you saw the, the teaser for next week, but it seems like she's still if not more than ever confused and yeah. you know yeah. conflicted but who knows what well, you know the way these editors cut things to make it seem like one thing or another yeah um still no ambulance, ambulance going yeah. Peter, Peter. <laughs> the waiting. so anyways let's let's jump into the uh the pointless two-on-one we we discussed um, which with- 
Now here's my what would you do play play of the episode was when I saw how they both were shocked about what that envelope had or realizing that they were going on a two-on-one because it immediately means one of you guys are going home. It wasn't a date. It just from the get, he sat down and just started like interrogating, like saying, I just want to be blunt. I want to resolve this. I want to get to the bottom of it. It was like Harry Potter and Voldemort. None, you know, neither of you can stay. One of you must leave. Uh, you you lost me there. I don't. It's okay. There's, I don't know Harry Potter. I've never million, seen. Any there's movies. millions of other people that'll get it. It's cool. Okay, good, 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 good. In Slovenia, Slovenia! what's up, our listeners? Slovenia. I really hope that you're listening because we're always going to shout out to you. So you're part of the show now. Yeah, and if you don't listen, we'll still shout out the entire the entire <laughs> state of Slovenia. Is it a state? No, that's the joke from... Never oh, mind. <laughs> I studied my okay, geo. So, the, yeah, this, uh, yeah, this date became an interrogation. You know, Tammy was telling McKenna, I've, I've been collecting info since, the, since we were at the house, you know, and she goes and tells Peter she's creating hashtags for her brand. And it's like, this bitch, isn't everyone Survivor. speaks in hashtags. Yeah, she's, you know? she's playing like this is... You know, to outwit, outlast, and outrun, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that's no, what it is. Date the boy, man. Like, keep she my tells name McKenna. Yeah, she tells McKenna, like, worrying about McKenna so much. You're creating hashtags. You're trying to grow a brand. Blah 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 blah. And then she, Tammy, is dying to be a meme every week by saying these, like, "Oh, I'm wearing black because it's her funeral." It's you know, she says exactly. these things. She game. has them planned. That, you know, she wants to become a meme, or as I used to call it, a meme. Yeah, memes. Um, yeah. When she put that black dress on the on the bed, there was a smile in her eyes. Like she's like, yeah. let me pull out that black dress. She's like, Oh, I can't wait to use that line because I'm gonna be a Mimi. Yeah. Oh, and I'm gonna um, tell the camera I'm wearing black because it's like a a, a a funeral. The camera guys are like, um cool story, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so, um, so yeah, th- this is what brings me to my, uh, I can't wait to see these two lash out again at, in the girls tell all. Cause it, it just seems like they didn't really resolve anything. And, um, you know, but uh, he let Tammy go. And I believe he, he had more connection with McKenna anyways. Um, you know, telling him, telling her, you know, I, I trust you. And ta- Tammy, sorry. I, it's what an awkward say, thing bye. to do. Like, yeah. Right in front of two people, like uh, I trust you, which means you're a liar. <laughs> yeah, that was just like I trust you. You're conniving, and I. So I, I, I don't know if this is a thing. I want you or or all of our listeners. Maybe Slovenia can tell us. Like a two on one, one goes home. Normally, doesn't that other person secure a rose for the rose ceremony? Don't they have? Um, you know, what, what do they call it um, when you're like... Right. You know, I, for, I forget the word. My English, no good. But like... <laughs> no, it's like you, you, right. you, you preserve... It's a rose that's handed off and one doesn't get one. Yeah. But then because they go that, that, into a rose ceremony. Yeah, because I was like, oh man, I think... Oh man, I think uh, it's going to be down to Sid or, or um, Kelly. You know, and then... He said Kelly's name. She got the last rose. Because I saw, which McKenna didn't lick her lips at all this whole entire 
<laughs> episode. I was bummed, but I saw her making faces and, and oh, she was about to cry. And I'm like, why is she worrying about Sid going home? Like she needs to worry about herself staying in this game. And, and all of a sudden they're saying by, you know, obvious. Oh, so at that moment you didn't realize she didn't have a rose with her. No. Oh yeah. So then Sid and Monica's like, what, what do you mean? She's going to lose it because she's going home. I'm like, what do you mean she's going home? What was the yeah. point of this two-on-one? You know, I was just, I don't know. I, I thought that was a, a thing. Yeah, no, no. Well, it is, but it, again, it wasn't really a true two-on-one. I think he just wanted to squash the matter and figure out who should stay. But here's the problem. He didn't pick McKenna to stay at all anyway. He could have just sent them both home. That one, that same night. I think the producers needed... They didn't like to know that he was ready to part with them both anyway. And they mm. wanted to have a resolution to this drama that had been building. Yeah. And like I said, can it, it was the drama that carried this second episode this week. So it needed to be the most it could be. But then in the end, he just sends her home anyway. And she says that in her confessional. She's like, why, why put me through that? Like, why didn't you just send me home? Send us both home. Yeah. Maybe it would have been too awkward then to have Sydney be like, oh, by the way, Sydney, you're the only one not getting a rose tonight. Peace. They needed cushion there. You know, sometimes uh, the parting people need to be more than one because, like, Sydney, to not pick Sydney either. He called her the best kisser and had a one-on-one with her just in the last country they were in. But, bye. Deuces. Immunity. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the word literally just hit yes. me in the fucking head. Oh, I'm just glad it happened now, not in the middle of the night, because I uh, probably would have texted you immediately. My laughing spikes on my, rec- <laughs> my recording over here. <laughs> uh, sorry, whatever. It's fine. Immunity, awesome. guys. Yeah, that I, that's what I thought McKenna had this whole time, was immunity. Yes. Uh, but she didn't. And her and Sydney take off. They parted ways. You know, again, I felt like what it's, it was weird that Sydney's gone. And so in the very beginning, I think, eh, not the very beginning, but in the beginning of this episode, I, I mentioned how there's always like one crazy that's kind of waiting to get the claws out as soon as the current crazy gets eliminated, right? Then sure. the next crazy shows up. Now it seems like there's going to be a new crazy because in the teaser, you see Natasha talking about like, you know, oh, you're this or that. I don't know if there's a name calling there. And then Kelly's even saying like, okay, bye, bitch. Time to go. You got to leave. You got to leave. And then you, there's a cut of like Peter watching one of the, the trucks or SUVs or whatever, you know, drive someone away. And and then all the girls, are, a bunch of girls are crying That's in different right. scenes. So it's like, there well, is there's a lot still a crazy still. Like, who's the next crazy? And still uh, the ambulance that goes, Peter, Peter. And still no ambulance. I want to know what that's for. Yeah. But anyways, um, that that's that's the show. Ay, que buenísimo. Que buenísimo. So yeah, thank you guys again for listening. Abel, thanks for chatting. Always. Yeah, I hope uh, our listeners are listening. And rate us. Rate us on whatever podcast app you use to, um, you know, to listen yeah. to podcasts. And if you care, leave a comment, suggestion, email us. Let us know who you think's the front runner. Yeah, let us know. I, I got my money on Madison, but who who's your front runner? Uh, I mean, Victoria F is slipping. Um, it's it's odd, but you know, Kelsey is still very much. She really likes her. Okay, yeah. And I Kelly's can see that. still around, so you know they all have this part of his heart. So 
Yeah, it's gonna get it's gonna get rough for for old Pete there. Oh, and you know, I guess we didn't really title the episode. Mm-hmm. I think we should call it El Amor de Pedro, like the name of the telenovela they did there in Chile. That sounds awesome to me. All right, that's good. There it is. Well, let's Thanks hope we everyone. have immunity immunity for next Monday, immunity. and uh, I'll see you then. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> good Bye. night. Bye. That's our show. Got comments, questions, and corrections? Email us at nolongerbachelorspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LabelLabel and at Martine Belmana. Subscribe, comment, and come back next week for more. Thank you.